0: This morning we are in Job chapter 42. Job chapter 42. In your hearing, I will be reading verse 5, 6, 10, and 12. I am reading from the New American Standard. job chapter 42 verses 5 6 10 and 12 and it reads as such in our hearing i have heard of you by the hearing of the ear but now, my eye sees you. Therefore, I retract and I repent in the dust and ashes. Verse 10. The Lord restored the fortunes of Job when he prayed for his friends. And the Lord increased all that Job had to Verse 12. I'm just going to read the beginning part. The Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning. <laughs> ah, see, some tell you I want to shout on that. <laughs> Amen. 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 The thought that I want to bring to you this morning. Tap Into your spiritual fountain. Tap into your spiritual fountain. Father, even now, I ask that you move Tracy out of the way and, Father, just so saturate this hour of preaching that we hear from you. Do do not allow me to impede or to hinder what you want to say to us. Give us listening ears. Give us open hearts. Allow our spirits to receive what the spirit is saying lord even even now in the mighty name of jesus we pray amen Amen. there's a couple of questions that i have the question that i have is what enabled job to withstand such turmoil what enabled him to endure what seemed to be almost impossible spiritual attacks? What enabled him to stand boldly when all of his friends and even his wife had forsaken him? What, what is it that we can learn from his life that we need to develop in our life because when the storm come our way and the storm is coming our way, that we can be like Job and stand flat-footed and still worship the Lord. Well, what, what secret does he have? That enabled him to, to take the best that Satan could throw at him. And Job still did not sin with his lips. And, and at the end of the story, his blessings was better than the beginning of the story. Amen. Don't think that just because he'd been through something, that's why he was blessed at the end. He was blessed at the end because he responded in the right way. Oh, somebody didn't hear that. Listen, 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 listen. See, it's not what we go through. It's how we respond when we go through it. And when we go through something, the response that we give to the Lord in the midst of the storm, will either produce a blessing or sin. Well, let, 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 let's see if I can make this clear. Let me see if I can make this clear. Anytime time we are tested, temptation is waiting at the door. Now, God's going to test our faith, but Satan is going to tempt us to sin. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know you're right. And unless we understand some principles, unless we understand what Job understood, we will find ourselves failing at the test instead of overcoming at the test. We find ourselves having to go through the test again. God, I hope not. Lord have mercy. Instead of overcoming the test and our faith being made stronger and actually being better because of the test. Uh, Somebody didn't hear that. Actually being made better because of the test thanking God for the task. of fact, celebrating through the... Yeah. One of the problems is that we don't know that God has equipped us with everything we need, the pastor. No, right. If he had not equipped us, the- he wouldn't have tested us because he knows what he gave us yeah. he put us through the test expecting us to tap into yeah. what he has put in us yes, sir. Yes, sir. john chapter 7 beginning in verse 36 jesus see the jews going through the ceremony where they are pouring out water on the rocks. The priests have brought water, and they are pouring it out, not knowing that that ceremony represents Jesus, because Jesus is the living water. He sees them being religious with no power. He sees them going through the ritual and not knowing the meaning. And he gets caught up with concern because he loves his People And he begins to cry out and say, if you will only come unto on me, he said, if any man thirst, let him come unto me. And I will, out of the uh, New American standard, out of the anymost part of his being, the King James, out of his belly shall flow rivers. That's he's talking about, is the coming of the Holy Spirit. And if you are born again, you have the Holy Spirit. Let me say that again. If you are surely born again, you've been born of the Holy Spirit and you got the power of God on the inside. you got a fountain. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He says, he says, he says, he says, there is a river on the inside. Matter of fact, he says rivers on the inside. That will flow up, you up to give you the power you need in that time of your need. In other words, what he's saying is if you believe on in me, you will be able to tap into your, your fountain that will empower you. My thought came and I said, I said, wait a minute. A lot of people don't know what a fountain is, an underground river is and see it come up, so I Googled it. I Googled it, went to the Yellowstone Park, and then there's pictures that shows us what I'm talking about. Kathleen gonna turn to it right now, or whoever back there. What happens in the Yellowstone Park? There are underground rivers that when pressure comes, it shoots up with power. It comes up out of the ground. See, it makes manifest. Look at her getting soaked there. Look at her, look at her. The umbrella doing her no good because that which is on the inside down underneath them came up on the outside. And you best watch it when God releases his rivers of power. You best watch it when there's a release of the whole you best you best hold on to something yeah. 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 listen to what the scripture is saying in every one of us this is what he has given us that when we tap into our fountain what would be released in your life is Power. Power. Somebody need to say that with me. Power. Holy Ghost, power. Greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Well, who's in you? God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Ghost is in you. To shoot up, out of you to give you power in the time of the storm. Tell me, what is it you can't go through? Tell me, what is it you can't take? Tell me, as a child of God, what is it you you, you can't put up with? Tell me, what is it you can't go through? Tell me. what is it that the devil will throw at you but you will rise up to the occasion tap into your power source there's a power source in us that shoots up They give us what we need when we need it is there anybody in the house that need a power? Is there anybody in the house that need of power? Is there anybody in the house? That's why coming to church is so important. Because the world, the world will stuff up, will, will, will clog up your source to your power source you got to keep your source to your power clear. You just can't allow anything to get a hold of you. You best guard your ears. You best guard your eyes. You must guard. Psalms 1, Psalms 1, Psalms 1. The psalmist is telling us that there are things... That, that, that you just can't let happen. If you're going to walk in the blessing that God has laid forth for you, you got to be careful who you talk to. Yeah. You got to be careful what you watch. You can't tell me you can walk and let somebody throw stuff down your well. And think that when you go to resource it, you're going to get clean water. Why do you think that sometimes it's hard to get in a posture of worship? Let, Let me explain again. Worship is when you know you're in his presence. Worship is when the Holy Spirit is all on you. Worship is when you have left 4809 Ravina Street and you find yourself on Heaven Boulevard. Worship is when you get caught up and you know God got his hands on you. Worship is when you start doing stuff that you don't normally do and you don't care who's talking about you. Worship is when you start raising up your hands and you're not ashamed of who's watching you. Worship is when you know you can't sing, you know you can't sing, you know you can't sing, and you start singing anyhow. Worship, worship. But before you can tap into worship, you got to begin with praise. Yes. Yes. Praise yes. is when you don't feel like it. Yes. But you do it anyway. Praise yes. is when you got a backache, toe yes. ache, yes. 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 headache. Yes. Yes. Worship yes. is when you having a bad hair day. Bad clothes day, nothing fit right. Trying to wear high heels and your feet is killing you. And you still trying to be cute. Praise gotta come when somebody to messed up your day. Instead of saying, hi, glory, hallelujah, they something out the way before you get in the church building. Praise gotta come when somebody do roll their eyes. Listen, praise gotta come that if folks knew what you was going through at home, they will lose their mind and wonder why you haven't lost your mind. But you make up your mind. With all of this, with all of this, with all of this, I will, I will, I will praise, praise the Lord. You better make up your mind that if you're the only one that morning that's going to praise him, you're going to take off your shoes with holes in your stocking and praise, 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 Nothing to do with how you feel. You got to hold on. You can be going through so much, H-E-L-L that you got to. Let me t- let me let, let, let me go back here and say this. The more H-E-L-L you're going through, the more you better praise him. You better praise him. And if the devil throw more at you, you're gonna praise him even more. Don't let what you don't feel like stop you from doing what you better do. In order to tap into your power source, you better open up your mouth. Open up your mouth. Open up your mouth. mouth. Let profess, say to yourself the promises of God. We have to battle. We have to battle all the negativity that Satan throws at us. You best battle it, Satan will make you sit down. and will make you lose your mind. At some point, you got to say, uh-uh. No, 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 no. A devil, no, no. The hell to the no. No, 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 no! I refuse to listen to you anymore. I will be what God says I am. I am. I am. The battle is over. Your mom. He said, that's why. Look what he said. blessed man who does not walk in the council. And the council is ear gate. Blessed who does not stand in the path of the sinner. That's eye gate. He's watching. Not sitting in the seat of a scoffer. Now he's talking to himself. Don't let that which should not come out of your mouth. Do not listen to any and everything. Do not watch anything. The devil is trying to control this. Because as we think, so are we. Blessed is a man who meditates in the word and the law and the precepts and the promises of the Lord. Night and day. He meditates. He ponder upon. He thinks about. Thinking. He said, how, how Psalm 119, how can a young man keep his way pure? How can a young man keep away from, from sinning? Although, how can he said, he, he hides God's word. She hides you know what God would do? God will make the Word rise up in you yeah. that stop you in your steps. Yeah. Yeah. On your way to do something, and the Word of God will rise up. Yeah. On your way to say something, and before you can get it out your mouth, the Word of God will say, don't render evil for evil. Job somehow had enough in him that no matter how you press him, what came out of him was what God put in him. And even though his friends were saying, you must be a sinner, Job. You must have done something wrong. Job knew within his heart that he was walking right with God. And that gave him a confidence to stand flat-footed and say, I don't care what you say. I thought you knew me. Evidently, you don't know me. Listen. Listen. There's some battles nobody can join you in. Not your mama, not your daddy, not your wife, not your husband, not your best friend. There's some battles God gonna say, do you trust me enough?" Don't get mad when God don't let nobody come to your rescue. God says, I'm your rescue. I'm your strong tower. I'm your fortress. I'm your battle axe. I am, I am, I am, I am, I am. Yeah. 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 Second Corinthians 10. The warfare. It's not carnal, it's not fleshly, but it is spiritual. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not battle, we do not, listen. Know that you are a trichotter being. You are a spiritual being that has a body that is connected to your emotions. Now, before we were saved, our emotions, our, our, our intelligence, and our flesh dictated how we act. Yes, but now, as 1 John 3 verse 9 says, you have been born again of the seed of the sperm of the nature of God. The Holy Spirit has QUICK IN EPHESIANS, Chapter 2 made you alive quicken. Your spiritual man is now alive. The Holy Spirit jumped into your spirit. Your spirit came alive. And as 2 Corinthians five seventeen 17 says, you are now a new creation. You're not what you used to be. There's something new about you. You are now a three-part being instead of a two-part being. You're not dead You're alive. Somebody need to say that with me. I'm not dead. I'm alive. I'm not dead. I'm alive. But in order to bring forth in order that for your spirit to take control, we got to know how to our power source so that when you need it God will make it up listen it's already available all you gotta do is tap into it gotta know how to tap you know what it doesn't matter how silly folks think you are You best talk to yourself. You best sing to yourself. You best encourage yourself. You best know some word in you. You best know a song that encourage you. And I'm not talking about Luther Vandross. I'm talking about something that got some spirit in it. my lord we don't know who we are we don't have a clue whose we are we 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 ought to know who we belong to listen it's not the why of life it's not even the what of life it's the who of life it's the who When you know the who and it's tapped into the who, the why and the what don't make no difference. Oh, don't get me wrong. The what will break your heart. The why will make you wonder and lose your mind. But when you know who's holding you, who's keeping you, walking with you when you know who and you know whose you are and you know he has all power in his hands you said, Lord, the only thing that matters is that I got you, you got me. If it's just me and you, I'm gonna make it. If it's just me and you, I'm gonna make it. I hope everything else comes with me, but if I got a strip down and I got nothing else but you, you're more than enough. Wait a minute. Is there anybody else No what I'm talking about? Does anybody have to know what I'm talking about? See, God will get you to the place where he will ask you the question, am I enough for you? Am I good enough for you? Do I love you enough? Won't I keep you in the time of the storm? Won't I keep you in your right mind when you ought to be going crazy? Listen, with every trial, Satan is waiting there with a temptation. He's watching. He has orchestrated it. And he's watching for a cry. Then he says, told you. I am a conqueror. Why don't you go back to the things you used to do? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Other people do less is getting more blessed. Yes. I can do all things through Christ's yeah. strength. Uh, work it, work it. He hasn't come see about you yet. You'll yes. never leave. love you. He gave his life for me on Calvary, I know you! You a failure. some word, talk some word, stand flat-footed, look him in his ugly eyes and say you're a liar. James says James 1 and three says that God does not tempt us to sin. Tempt is when you are being led away by something you want, by a need, maybe a legitimate need, maybe a legitimate want, but it's trying to get it outside of God's (laughs) preordained way. Not saying, because most of the time it is a need, a a genuine need that that he chimps us with. But sometimes God has us to wait. And Satan tries to get us to fulfill that need outside of God's preordained way. He doesn't say that the need is wrong. He just says, not now, not that way. Not that. Yes, sir. Now notice, I don't care how you cook chillins. I don't want no children's. <laughs> you can grill them, boil them, fry them, microwave them, bake them, put all the hot sauce on it you want. I'm not gonna be tempted with chillins. I know where they come from. They smell like what they come from. And my nose is not that good. But Satan has been watching us since we've been knee high to a duck. He has a familiar spirit who's been taking notes on you. Just like you got an angel assigned to watch over you, you got a demon assigned to watch you. Let me, let me just help you. I know, I know this is off track, but, I, but we need to understand this stuff. That's why some of those people who are really connected to the evil world can sit down and in a seance or on TV tell you what a loved one has done, said, or did. It's not your loved one coming back from the dead it's their familiar spirit who knows the hidden thing speaking to that person to tell them what they don't what they know and only they know because they've been watching that person all the time and we how can i say because we don't understand the spiritual, we sit down and let somebody who a demon is talking to them make us feel like we're talking to our dead spouse, dead loved one, dead sister, dead child. Wait a minute, they are either in heaven or hell. They ain't coming back. But that spirit that is familiar with them who knows everything about them is telling that person. We best wise up and understand and not be deceived by the manipulation of the, of the, of the evil world. it says, says, God does not tip anyone. But the devil come to tempt you. When he tempts you, he knows where to tempt you at to lead you away. He'll bring it to you just the way you like it. Check, 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 check. But it says, we're tempted is not sin, but when we allow it to stay in our mind. When we give it time to marry. time, roll, I mean, slow cook it. it. Let it cook for eight hours, falling off the bones, smelling up the house. Notice what it says. That when the sin comes and we do it, it creates a death Somewhere. Somewhere something does. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me go there. Let me go there. Let me go there. This is where I want to get to. Notice what is happening with Joe and his friends. His friends have come and basically his friends are saying this. Joe, you have sinned. Listen. They understood the principle even back then of reaping and sowing. Uh-huh. And from their theological perspective, uh-huh. the only reason this stuff was happening to him was because he had seen. What they did not know was Job was not reaping what he sowed. Job was being tested. See, don't let nobody ever come to you when you go through stuff and tell you it's because you have sinned. Yes, Lord. They called themselves speaking for God and they misread what they were seeing. And folks will come to you when you're down, when you're sick. Folks had the nerve to think that just because you're going through some misfortune, it must be because you ain't right with God. Let me tell you. There's some things you're gonna go through because we're living in a fallen world. There's some things you're gonna go through because we're living around fallen people. There's some things you're gonna go through because the devil trying to make you shut up. There's some things you're gonna go through because you're being tested. And there are some things that you're gonna go through because you planted some bad seed. Now, wait a minute. God is not going to reveal to somebody else before he reveals to me why I'm going through what I'm going through. God did not call you to tell me. I got a personal relationship with him for myself and I am listening. Let me just say this. I'm going to say it the way I want to say it. My plate and your plate is already too full with our own stuff for you to be messing with somebody else's plate. (laughs) (laughs) How in the world you gonna come eat off my plate? when your plate is full all by itself. You stay on your own plate and make sure you got your own stuff together. God got so angry that God says to Job, unless you pray for him, I'm gonna kill him. I didn't send them. Now, hold on. Their theology was right, but their discernment was wrong. Their theology was right. Galatians chapter 5. He says, Be not deceived. God is not mine. Whatever a man sows, he should read. Listen, though we got grace, grace don't save you from consequences. Grace saves you from condemnation. It saves you from going to hell. Forgiven. But but don't think you're gonna get away. I'm gonna get away with our nasty attitudes. Hold on. I ain't talking about un- post right to the church here. They ain't writing to non-believers. They are in condemnation. We are forgiven. But if you plant bad seeds, you're gonna eat bad fruit. Hold on, let's say let's say that again. If we plant bad seeds, the fruit of that seed. God going to set the table for you. Sit down. You planted it, you eat it. <laughs> hold on. Jesus will hold your hand while you eating it. You know where grace is? Jesus is holding your hand. You ain't going to die. Come on, you got two more plates to eat. He planted it. The principle works on the good side and bad side. What he says is plant good fruit, good seeds how you treat other folks When you know you've been planting good seeds, you can wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen to Job. Listen to Job. Job said, I don't know what y'all, I don't care what y'all talking about. I know me, I know my Redeemer lives. That's why I can say, naked I came into the world, naked I shall die. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Why? He's been put in good stuff the way he needed it most good stuff came rolling up. Listen to this one. I know my Redeemer lives. Listen to this. I'm going to wait. Hold on, hold on. I plant my feet. I'm going to wait when you know that you've been doing the best you know how. When you know you have repented of the bad stuff you have done, when you know that you have tried to love folks that is unlovable, when you know though you've been done wrong, you keep on doing good, when you know you haven't rendered evil for evil, but evil for good. When you know you keep on praising, you keep on praying, you keep on saying that. When you know you haven't given up the cause, when you. Then no matter what comes at you, pray your feet and stand. Hold on, plant, listen, let nothing even go here. Even if you know you have done some wrong stuff, still plant your feet and stand. Just, huh? And take it. Huh? And take it. Huh? Take Take your medicine. huh? Gotta take your medicine. Gotta what? Gotta take your medicine. And just because you're eating bad fruit now, don't mean you can't start planting good seeds and start eating good fruit later. You can always change. But what we don't understand, we think grace cover consequences. God loved David. David was a man after God's own heart. I don't know if God was as fun of anybody as he was of David. But when David messed up with Bathsheba, when he had her husband executed, God sent Nathan 11 months later because David had quit worshiping. And Nathan said, you're the man. And God said, David, you're not going to die but the baby's gonna die and the sword will not leave your house. You're my man, you're my boy, I love you, but you planted the seed, so the seed, you got to eat the fruit. I'm gonna hold you, I'm gonna love you through it, but you gotta eat what you planted. You're my boy, the kingdom coming through you, the Messiah coming through you, but you planted the bad seeds, the bad fruit gonna rise up. What are you saying, preacher? So you can get us out of here. Let's, 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 let's go home, let's go home. What I'm saying is, when you know That you've been putting in some good stuff. Well, you know, you've been doing the best that you know how. When the storm comes, you can stand flat footed and say, Lord, I don't know when, I don't know how, but I know a change. It's gonna come. That's why when your enemies curse at you, don't curse back. When your enemies curse you, bless them. When folks roll their eyes at you, smell at them. Because what they don't know is they're taking you higher in your blessing. What they don't know is that the more they misuse you, the more you're going to bless them and the more God's going to bless you. What they don't know is that you're going to stand your ground and do what the Lord wants you to do. He said, don't be wary and well-doing. Don't be wary and well-doing. Because in due time... Your season! Your season! Your season! Your season! is has gone! Hold on! Do you know you got a season? You got a season? You got a season? You got a season? Y'all got a season? You got a season. 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 You back there got a season. And there's nothing the devil can do about your season. When it's time for you to get blessed, there's nothing your enemies can do about it. There's nothing the devil can do about it. There's nothing nobody can do about it. When the Lord comes to bring your blessing, you will. You will. You will, you will, you will, you will, you will, you will be blessed. Keep yourself under the mighty hand of God. He will lift you when he got you in his hand. He will. He will. He will. will. Joseph. Joseph. I don't understand why, but I know him. I trust the Lord. I know the principle of reaping the song, not karma. Not karma. Karma is Eastern religion. Karma says this. Karma said, you're going to come back as a cockroach in your next life. And some of y'all been espousing karma and didn't know what you was talking about. Karma says the reason you was born with our eyes and hands, because you was a bad person in your former life. Karma says, I don't have a right to help you, because the reason why you're poor and desolated is your punishment for what you did in your past life. So therefore, I'm not gonna help you. And since you've been born to the lower class, I don't have, I'm not obligated to help you. Uh-huh. Karma says, because you are, you are responsible for the condition you in because of your former life. All right. And we running around picking up stuff that we don't know what we talking about. <laughs> True. Yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth. Weeping and sowing, whatever you put out there, sooner or later, gonna come back. It behooves us to put out some good stuff. Don't worry if it seems like folks taking advantage of you. Don't worry when folks don't appreciate your goodness. You're not doing it for them anyway. When folks at the food, you keep being what you're supposed to be. Because sooner or later. Listen to John. Listen to John. Listen to John. No, no. Reaping the sowing says, You will see it. it. My fact you won't only see it your children will see it somehow he's gonna pay you back luke chapter six said that it will be given back to you shaking together press down run it over let's do that again it will be given back to you shaking together press down run it over that which you gave is coming back yes, more than what you gave it yes, greater than how you gave it because you gave it yes, trust in the Lord the Lord will honor yes, whoever honors him yes, because you trusted the Lord yes. the Lord gonna make sure he bless you yes, oh wait a minute yes, is yes. there anybody waiting on their blessing is there anybody Wait on that change to come. Is there anybody? Wait on God to do it real good. Is there anybody? Know that you got a blessing coming your way. Is there anybody? You've been waiting. You've been crying. You've been praying. Hold on. Nehemiah helps us with this. Nehemiah 8 and 10 says. He said, the joy. The joy. The joy, the joy. The joy. The joy of the Lord the is our strength. John 15, 11. the Lord said, the Lord I give to you. The joy I give to you. Hold on. Tap in two. Joy. Tap. Nothing can take it away from you. Right. Not based on your circumstance. not based on your condition. It's based on you look to the hills. would it with your help. Our, help, our help, our help, our help, our help, our joy, our joy, our peace, our peace. I deliver us! I deliver us! Come from the Lord. To your deliverance. Praise Him. More praise. More words. More prayer. More thanksgiving. More rejoicing. Move everything that is still in your joy. Tap into the resource, the abundant resource. Look at her getting rained on, she can't help but get soaked. The umbrella is doing her no good. It's too much, it's abundant, it's overflowing. Don't you feel yourself getting wet? even now you ought to feel wet is there anybody soaked in the house you so soaked you don't know what to do if somebody get close to you they're going to get wet too his name is Jesus yeah 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 we have Jesus and Jesus is enough He will walk you through whatever. He will carry you when you can't walk. He knows how to make everything. All right. Perhaps today you don't know him for yourself, and you are carrying the, the weight of the world. You're in a desert place, you? you in a desolate place. I want you to know there's a place where you can get soaked. There's a place where there's more than enough. And it is in Jesus. Our Lord, our Savior, our Redeemer. Come get up under the living fountain. Don't matter what you have done in your life. He would cause a fountain on the inside that would overflow on the outside. Joy, peace, life more abundantly.